welcome back to our Golden Twenties podcast. My name is Tegan, and I'm joined with my co-host Sadie. Hello, and we're back. And today we're talking all about the things that changed once we turned 25, because mm-hmm. we are both now, I think, officially in our late. 20s because we're both 27 so we can reflect back and fill you in on all the things that change yeah I love this and we're coming up on Tegan's birthday so I feel it's just Mm -hmm. a a fun way to welcome a new year rather than be like oh gosh I'm one year older you know what I mean (laughs) it's like no being older sometimes being older is actually the best and it's always fun to be like I'm so glad I'm not 21 years old anymore you know what I mean I think we're gonna go through some things that we're too old for as well which was like a big trend on TikTok I think it was earlier this year maybe even end of last year but I feel like that's also a fun way to be like I'm embracing getting older because yeah I just can't be young and wild anymore (laughs) yeah Exactly. Well, and we were just talking about, I think last week, how we're like excited to be getting older. Like I'm excited to be in my 30s. That won't be for two years, but still I'm like Mm kind of stoked about that, which when I was in my early 20s, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't, the time is flying. Now I'm like, can this time just hurry up because I'm over this? I know, right? I feel the exact same way. And it's funny because I feel like I feel myself getting close to 30 and my TikTok's also catching on because I've been on 30s talk so much lately and which is funny Mm -hmm. considering we're our golden 20s but anyways it's figured me out down deep to my core and it's all these girls just being like being in your 30s is the best it's like being in your 20s except you know who the fuck you are you have money like and you just don't give a shit anymore and I'm like that is literally my mindset towards everything (laughs) where I'm like okay this guy didn't text me back I don't care like on to the next it's like okay this work problem it's like I don't care you know there's always going to be another work problem or like I'm not at this job for my entire life I don't care or I don't know friend drama I'm just like I don't care (laughs) I'm mentally (laughs) I'm already 30 yeah exactly well and I wonder if Part of it is that there's such a big expectation around your younger birthdays, like turning 16. It's like you get your driver's license, turning 18, you get to gamble in Canada, 19, you get to drink. And then it's like 25. That's you like your life is set. You're on the path when obviously everyone listening who's over 25 knows that that's not true. So it's almost like freeing to be past it, I feel like. 100%. I think that's such a good way to put it because, yeah, you realize you hit a point where you realize, okay, all the adults in that are the people I was like, wow, they're so grown up. I'm like, nope, they're just winging it. So yeah, yeah. I'm chasing something that like growing up, I'm chasing that when it's like, no, we're all just making it up at the end of the day, no matter how old we are, what our age is. So definitely removes the pressure that's for sure yep exactly well and I feel like there's as you said like a lot of pressure around being 25 but I think a lot of people have like 
timelines, whether it's like mm-hmm. they actually write it down or it's just like timelines in their head. And 25 feels like a significant time in that as well. Like I was thinking back to when I was in grade school, my plan, which I don't even know why I had a plan, but I feel like every girl did. But mm-hmm. my plan was like I was going to be married by when I was 18 because I'd be done high school then. So that makes sense. And then I'd buy a house when I was 19. And then I'd have like my first kid when I was 20. And it like kind of makes sense because it's like, yeah, you're done high school. But it also like literally makes no sense at all. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But it's like we internalize these weird timelines or you know, we're looking at TV shows or movies where characters are younger than you and have their life together. But it's like, that's not actually how it happens. And everyone's timelines are different. I love that. I feel like timelines are so toxic because even I was actually just having this conversation with one of my sisters this past weekend where I was like, these, like, sometimes we get in our own way where we're like holding on to mm-hmm. a timeline we dreamed of years ago when we know that doesn't make sense now. So for instance, if it's like, yeah, turning 30, I think is a big milestone that people get freaked out about, especially maybe if you're a single woman who you always thought you Mm -hmm. wanted to get married, always thought you wanted to have kids, but now you're turning 30, you know, I feel like that's when like the panic sets in, but it's like, but you know, maybe you're still holding on to the fact that like you were saying, Tag, you should have been married by 25. You should have had your first kid by 27. Where it's like, no, like when you came up with that timeline when you were 18 or 15 years old, you didn't, yeah. you literally pulled these numbers and milestones out of thin air. And then you became, yeah, you grew up a little bit. You realized things don't always go to plan. Everyone's on different paths and things come up and whatever it's unpredictable so it's like you also can't hold yourself to what you thought your life was going to look like you kind of have to just learn to embrace where you're at and roll with the punches and yeah kind of shed those expectations for yourself as well yeah exactly well and I feel like a lot of those mindset shifts come with age and with learning and with realizing like this plan I thought I had just because I did everything perfect it's still not happening and you know learning from mistakes and so I guess we can start talking about maybe some of like the mindset shifts oh mindset shifts wait (laughs) (laughs) the mindset shifts that happen once you're past 25. Yeah and yeah I don't even know I feel like For me, because for us too, it's kind of like the pandemic hit when we were 25. So I'm like, maybe this made Mm -hmm. us settle down quicker. Like, you know, it's so hard to say, but I remember right before I turned 25, my oldest sister's like, oh, you're turning 25 this year. Like that's when things start to go downhill. And I was like, oh my gosh. And we were laughing about it. But she was like, you're just going to notice like, she's like, it happened for me. It happened for my boyfriend and his like best friend Mm -hmm. who they were living with for a bit. And she's like, once we all hit 25, it was like, oh, my back hurts. Oh, this, oh, this. (laughs) So maybe it's not 25, but it just so happens to be, yeah, that middle of your twenties, that's when these things start to shift. If it's yeah, physical, mental, whatever, but Maybe for you, it'll be later. Maybe it'll be earlier. Who knows? But I love this. Yeah. So the first thing I've written down as far as like mind shift, my, oh my God, why can I not say this? (laughs) Mindset shift. (laughs) 
is I started to realize my worth. And this is something that I've struggled with for a long time. And I feel like a lot of women do. It's like you undervalue yourself. And this could be in relation to your career, but it could be in relation to like who you are as a person, what your values are, what your skills are, Mm -hmm. who you deserve as a partner. And so this has been something that I've been working on and working on with my therapist. And I also think has just been improving because I've got like the experience to back up yeah. my existence as proof. Like, yeah, I know how to do this as my job because I've been doing it for five years and you're not yeah. doing things to, you know, please people. You're doing things for yourself. You're not settling for things because you're like, this is just what happens, I guess. You're like, no, this is what I deserve and I'm going to go get it. Yeah. I love that. And I feel like that's what your 20s is all about, you know, is getting those experiences and trying different things to see what feels right and what feels like me. When am I the happiest? And I think that's it exactly is going into your 30s. You have that sense of self, you know, you have this Mm -hmm. idea rather than being like, I'm going to become a doctor because that's what my parents expect me to be. It's like, because that's what I want to be. You know, that's what makes me happy. That's what makes me feel fulfilled and things like that. So I think it's really, I totally agree if it's realizing your worth or for me, I really view it more as like just my sense of self and also knowing who I want my future self to be and making decisions that I know will help me get there. And support the person that I dream of becoming one day. So I'm with you 100%. I think similar to that too is also finding internal validation, like rather than just always. So I know we're talking about like people pleasing, but I think similar to people pleasing is also doing things for external validation or only seek or only getting validation from your friends and family and people on social media even where I think when you do know what feels right and whatnot, you really just start to seek and seek validation internally and again, make decisions based off that. Yeah, exactly. Well, I remember in my early twenties, for some reason, the thing that's coming to mind for me is clothing shopping, but it's like, I would buy clothes based on how other people would perceive me wearing them instead of how it made me feel or if I liked it. Whereas now I'm like, I just buy things because I like them. They spark joy. They're comfy, whatever the reason is. And I think now, like, I'm lucky that I was younger when social media wasn't as big as of a thing, but I feel like it must be even worse now. If you're in your twenties, I was dressing for like coworkers and stuff, but if you're dressing for, you know, TikTok validation or Instagram validation, it can be just so, I don't know, toxic and you'll never please them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. 100%. And I think similar to that, it's also like not caring if people like you. Yeah. Like that's a big thing where it's just like, I don't care. Like I think you're going to meet so many people in your life. And if it's through different jobs you work or different levels of school that you go through, I think the more people you meet, the more you release the need to be liked by all of them Mm -hmm. or to feel like you have to like everyone as well. You just, again, it's like you just stop caring. But I think that's also a big one where it's like, yeah, I'm just going to do me. You do you. 
I'll do me. And if we're different, that's fine. Like, and I think too, another big mindset shift is also if you don't like someone, it doesn't have to stem from like a time they wronged you or like, yeah. you know, drama you have. It's just like, nope, I just know our personalities don't match and that's fine. Yeah, exactly. Kind of a similar point. I found that once I passed 25, I felt way less jealous and I never really thought that mm. I was like a super jealous person, but I would feel it like if my friend wanted to hang out with someone else instead of me, or if someone else had like a better apartment or like a cooler dorm room or whatever it was, just being like, "Ugh, that's not fair. Whereas now realizing like, yeah, life's not fair. You learn, like you're surrounded <laughs> by people who have way more than you all the time, people with different circumstances, and maybe you work twice as hard and you're going to get half as much, but that's like life. <laughs> so you just have to like not worry about it because that's just the way it is. You're just like cold, hard truth over yeah. there, guys. <laughs> Wake up, people. Life's not fair. <laughs> I think that's, I think that goes back though also to like the internal validation thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, you just feel sure of yourself more. You feel better where you're like, I know what I have is enough for me. And yeah, you don't need to be jealous of other people. I think that's yeah. good. Sort of similar, but not quite maybe is also just learning who your real friends are and what relationships are important to you. So I think we were just talking about you know, making decisions based off your values, things like that. But I think a big decision you make as you get older is who you choose to surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. And for me, I think it was also in your early 20s, it's a lot of, okay, I'm still maintaining my high school friends when I go to college. And then it's like, okay, I'm still maintaining my college friends when I graduate and start working. And then it's like, okay, I'm still maintaining my friends from my first job, even though I'm now working at a different company. Yeah. And you just you know, you, again, you start to meet a lot of people. And I think I was actually thinking about this when I was writing notes for this episode, where I was like, it's also interesting how like through high school, your popularity is almost kind of validation and like mm -hmm. just how things are kind of structured. It's kind of like the more friends you have or more connections or whatever, like the happier you are, whatever, even yeah. if it's something like voting prom queen and prom king. It's like, okay, obviously you need to be popular to get that. Or like we had like in our yearbook, most likely to do this, most likely to do that. And it's like the more people you know and like and, you know, yeah. just your bigger your group, the higher chance you are of getting voted in or something like that. And I was thinking about how kind of messed up that is, <laughs> especially as I get older where I'm like, it is literally the qu the quantity of your friends does not matter. All that matters is the quality of your friends. And a big thing I've been learning the past few years, especially through the pandemic when I've been having, you know, my own mental health struggles and just growing up where there's so much going on and I have limited energy to invest in people at the end of the day. It's like the people that I am investing my time in or time into and spending time with, I want them to be people who support me mm -hmm. and who uplift me and empower me, but also people who energize me and, you know, cheer me on where I found I had a lot, 
a lot of friends where I was like, okay, I'm kind of spreading myself thin because I want to see everybody and work everyone into the calendar on like a monthly rotation or whatever. But there were some friendships where after I went out with them, I just came home feeling totally drained and felt like I was so fake and on the whole time. Yeah. But it was like a sacrifice I was willing to make because I just wanted to have them as a friend. Where now it's like, no. You know, I'm too old for that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need a like numbers game to validate my friendships. Like I just want real people, genuine people mm-hmm. who have the same values as me. Yeah, 100%. Somewhat related to that, it, but more generally, it's just like you learn to say no, which again, like yeah. people pleasing tendencies, maybe this is more for the women listeners because... I feel like it's ingrained in you to be like a yes person and you realize like, "Mm, no, I don't need to say yes to everything. I can say no. I can protect myself. I can prioritize myself. And it's amazing how much your life will change once you start saying no. I love that. I know at work, I always say like, I'm protecting my peace when I'm enforcing my boundaries, but I think that's it is again, knowing yourself and like, having these life experiences, being young and wild and crazy, and then putting in your boundaries to be like, okay, no more. Or like, okay, only sometimes or okay, you know, but I always refer to it as protecting my peace because again, there's just so much going on at all times where it's like, yes, you need to be able to say no and enforce those boundaries. Sort of related to what you were just saying is related to saying no, realizing that work isn't everything that's a place where I feel like it's really easy to say yes, 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 because you want to be a good employee. And, you know, it's like your whole life has been leading to you getting your first adult job. And then once you hit 25 and you've been working for, you know, five years, you're like, "Mm, no, this is not who I am. This is not my whole life. This is a part of it. This is how I pay my bills. And that's all it's going to be. Yeah, I love that so much. I think another thing that came to mind for me, sort of, I guess, on the whole, more on the friendship piece of things, but just learning to enjoy your own company and be by yourself. Mm -hmm. Again, I think that's something when you're young and you're unsure of who you are or unsure of your interests and you're still kind of on this self-discovery journey, which I guess we kind of are the entire like journey of our lives. But Mm -hmm. when you're young and really unsure, I feel like you kind of avoid alone time because you kind of fear being by yourself or whatever it is. But I think growing up, it's like, no, you know, it's nice just to sit by yourself, kind of tune out the noise Mm -hmm. and I don't know, just do your own thing. Yep. 100%. Another thing I wrote down that I realized post 25 is sometimes it's okay to throw money at the problem. And I feel like this comes with having more income and not being like, you know, a student who's got no money, but it reaches a point where certain things where I'm like, you know what? No, I'm throwing money at this. And then I don't have to deal with it. There was like some flight drama once where the airport was like, you could just sleep here and maybe we'll bump you onto a flight or we could put you on one tomorrow, but we won't pay for a hotel room. And I was like, if I was like a couple years younger, I'd be sleeping at that airport. No question. Save the hotel money, maybe get a flight. Love it. Post 25. I was like, no, I'm getting a cheap hotel. 
y'all can pick me up tomorrow and that's it because yeah I don't know it's like your mindset just changes yeah sometimes you just gotta pay for the like pay for convenience or like yeah I don't know I totally agree yeah I agree with you Something I totally forgot to say when I was just talking about being by yourself, but also just becoming a bit more of a homebody. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're going to talk about, you know, like going out and things like that in the section of things that we're too old for. But I also feel like that's also extremely normal as you get older is just to not have to be out and with people all the time and you can just be by yourself, but be by yourself at home, I feel like is like normal. and people who are like, I love my night routine. I love my morning routine. Like I just love Mm -hmm. being home. And I think another part that goes into that for me, and this is like super specific to me, but just an example of something is how much I value my home and how Mm -hmm. important my home is to me. And I feel like that really comes through in like me investing like my time and money into like decorating my home and like going to home sense and, you know, like these types of outings or maybe things that I enjoy more now that I'm getting older, but also things like watching home shows or like reno Mm -hmm. shows on YouTube instead of just like, I don't know, reality TV and stuff. But I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like it's just a thing that's changed as I get older because I'm like, my home is important to me. I like spending time here. I need it to be like my sanctuary from the world since life is so chaotic and crazy and only gets crazier as you get older. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Something else I meant to mention. Yeah, I love that. I think that was all our mindset-related thoughts. So we also wrote some notes about the way that you physically change post-25. And, you know, I feel like it's no secret that as you get older, your body changes. But... I Mm -hmm. think that like post 25, it changes maybe more rapidly than, I don't know, actually. I feel like 18 to 25 has a big shift and then 25 over has a big shift. So I don't know. It's a hard time for us all, let's say. It is. And I think it is like, obviously these changes happen, but I think people are the most resistant to these changes because again, it's like, you can see it versus like mindset shifts. It's like, eh, you know, like I'm just thinking it. It's just me in my own little head. But physical changes, it's like, oh gosh, people are going to see this and they're going to know. Yeah. And as much as we're talking about like not giving a fuck and how you don't care as you get older, I feel like this is the one thing that people care about the longest mm-hmm. and they feel like it's what ages them the most, if that makes sense. The one thing that comes to mind for me, I think, in like the physical side, and again, this is just like more specific to women, but for me, it was literally once I turned 25, the like symptoms around my period totally changed. And it was like, rather than just having cramps, it was like, okay, now my back hurts, Mm -hmm. my boobs hurt. Like it's like way more than just getting cramps. And I feel like that's a big thing that, changes as you get older and like obviously looks different for everyone but for me I'm like literally as I get older I'm like my anything that's wrong I just like 
grab my hot pad where I'm like, this will make me feel better. Put it on my back, put it on like my cramps, like have a like sore stomach. If I'm just like sick, put it on that. Like it just feels better or supporting my back and my legs when I'm like laying in bed, like putting a pillow behind my back. (laughs) This literally makes me feel so old but it makes me feel so much better that it's worth it. Like I will set my pride aside and be like, yeah, this makes me feel so much better. Or putting like a leg under your pillows or like elevating Mm -hmm. your legs. Like, oh my gosh, I feel like that. Yeah. Makes me feel like I'm a grandma, but at the same time in the moment, I'm like, no, this just feels so much better or becoming a bath person. Like if Mm -hmm. your body, like for instance, I also feel like I feel we've talked about this, but like when you drink, you you have like a two day hangover when you're like in your later 20s versus like bouncing back the next day in your early 20s. Yeah. Same with like workouts where it's like, okay, if I had one workout two days ago, there's a high chance I'll be sore for yeah the next two days. So yeah. I've become such a bath person as I get older because I'm like, I just need to be submerged in hot water and then go lay on my couch or in my bed, support my back, support my legs. Like... <laughs> Yes, I'm old, but why deprive myself of things that I know will make me feel better? Yeah, 100%. I also think it's inevitable for, I'm sure, like 99% of people to gain weight as you get older. And it's like you could be eating healthier and working out more and you're still gaining weight, which Mm -hmm. can feel very frustrating, but that's like there's nothing you can really do about it. That's just what happens, you know, to your body and your body may hold weight differently. So even if you are staying at the same number on the scale, you could look different than as you looked in your early twenties, which can also be frustrating, but that's just how your body works. You also, you know, start getting wrinkles and gray hairs while still getting acne, which I have beef with, because I mm-hmm. have vivid memories of like skincare commercials as a child, where it was like you either have acne, young skin, or you have like older wrinkle skin. And there didn't seem to be like a crossover where I'm like, I feel like most people's lives live in that crossover. I don't know. So 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I know. I've been noticing I have so many gray hairs and. I feel like they just come out of nowhere where like you don't notice any and then you're like, oh my gosh, where did all of these come from? And it is such a, I feel it is of course like a physical change, but it's also like a mindset change where you have to just be like, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, again, you don't need to be resistant to it because it's like, this happens to everyone. Yeah. It's not, it's not just you and yeah, embrace it, you know? Great. I think that was everything we had to talk about as far as things that changed once we turned 25. Now I think we're just going to go back and forth and discuss some things that we are now too old for now that we're post 25. I love it. I feel like some of these are like maybe kind of silly, obviously could be different for everyone. And then I also do need to call out some of mine too, or like, Mm -hmm rooted in a little bit of privilege where it's like, yes, it aligns with getting older, but it's like, I also just have more money now, you know, like I don't have student debts anymore. Like, you know, so I do also want to call that out and acknowledge it rather than just listing these things off being like, 
nope, I'm too old for this. I'll do whatever. It's like, well, no, I also have a good job now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, do you want to go first, Tig? Sure. So the first thing I wrote down was shots, which is not 1, to say, percent. yeah, <laughs> it's not to say I will never do a shot. Like I was at a tequila tasting in Mexico where you were like shooting the tequila. I can do it there. Maybe like one if it's a special occasion, but I'm not doing like five tequila shots on a Thursday night at a shitty bar. That's not going to happen. Yeah. It's not me. I'm too old for it. Yeah. I love that. I think similar to that, I wrote drinking to get drunk. And again, I feel like, yeah, this is another caveat where this is like generally speaking, obviously there's nights where I'm like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All of my things I'm too old for go out the window and I have to surrender to the universe. But Drinking, I remember being in college being like, I just want to get like blackout drunk tonight, which is so silly. But it was like, yeah, we're going to a party and it's like, yeah, it was like an activity and just have a crazy time. Yeah, exactly. Where now I'm like, no, I literally drink to be like socially, I guess. Like, yeah, to celebrate things, go out with friends, have people over and just like have a glass of wine. But again, it's like, I'm not drinking to get drunk. If I happen to get drunk, like whoops, but that, yeah, it was more like I was enjoying the company in the night and accidentally got drunk. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No shots were had. That's for damn sure. (laughs) This is not actually something I wrote down, but this is something you just made me think of and it's drinking games. I have always hated drinking games And last (laughs) summer, I was invited to a birthday party where everyone was under 25. I was the oldest. And they were like, let's play drinking games. And they all knew the rules and they were stoked about this. And I was like, this is a literal nightmare. They were drinking like nasty little mixed drinks they made themselves. I brought champagne with like a cork. So then I had to chug champagne in these drinking games. And I was like, see... This is why I'm glad to be over 25 because I'm not about this life anymore. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. I feel like it depends on the vibes. I do like drinking games like, I don't know. I find they're a good like icebreaker, but I can definitely see the vibes. I also, when you were talking, apparently we have somebody on like drinking, but when you were talking, it's the like cheap mixed drinks yeah. that you make yourself like a hard liquor with a juice I'm no. too old for drinks like that like yes. no we're not doing that <laughs> yeah and I think another one that I had written down sort of on the drinking train is going out two, two nights in a row mm. I feel Tegan and I have recently had the life hack of going out on Friday nights yes so we can either have like you know a totally different day on Saturday, totally productive, but then be in bed by like 10 Saturday night. You know what I mean? There's no way I can go out and like be drinking and being super social two nights in a row. Where in college, it was like every single weekend, three nights a week, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we're out, we're drinking. I'm too old for that now. (laughs) I wrote down uncomfortable shoes, which I've always been a fan of comfy shoes, but I feel like when you're early 20s, part of you's like, okay, no, I need like a cute pair of unfunctional shoes. And they're going to be a part of like my work look or whatever it is. Whereas like my feet kill. <laughs> I need to be in comfy mm-hmm. shoes all the time. And that's just life. I love that. 
I love that so much. I think my comfort thing, this one is niche, but okay. the people who get it, get it. And the people who don't get it, one day you will. <laughs> um, I'm too old, so I don't drive, right? I don't have a car, and I'm too old to carry my groceries home. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by this is when I was in college, and actually up until I was literally 24 years old, I would go to the grocery store with my backpack and my reusable bags, and I would, you know load up and walk home. And then I live on the top floor of a three-story walk-up. So then I would trek up all my groceries and then I would come home and I would die because I was yeah. like, okay, I make all my meals at home. So I have a shit ton of groceries. So when I turned 25, I, and my sister was like, girl, it's downhill from here. I was like, you guys know what? I need a grocery cart for Christmas. One of those like granny mm -hmm. carts, you know, <laughs> if you live in Toronto, you see these all the time. I feel like it's probably a thing elsewhere, especially for groceries. But I was like, no, we need the granny cart. So my sister got me one and it was a game changer. Yeah. I was like, I am too old for my groceries to break my back literally once a week. <laughs> yeah. Just because my pride doesn't want the granny cart. But now I'm like, it was worth it. I proudly take my granny cart to the grocery store every single week. And I come home with zero pack back pain. It's the absolute best. <laughs> I love it. I am also very pro granny cart, although I was using it as soon as I moved to the city. So even as a young oh. gal, I had one and I used it for my groceries and my laundry because we had to walk to the laundromat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be brutal. Yeah, it was rough. And the laundromat that was near our house was in kind of a sketchy part of town. And we only ever saw drug deals happening there. We were the only people doing laundry. Mm -hmm. Everyone else was doing the drug deals. So maybe I'll say like laundry at the laundry vet because that scares me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I also wrote down unnecessary drama or people who create the drama, if that makes sense. Like I feel like we all know oh, yeah. those people who are like always in a crisis or they're always fighting someone or they just are always like getting fired or kicked out of their house. I feel yeah. like I had a decade of sympathy for people like that. And it's like run out where I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, that sucks. But yeah, I can't listen to this anymore. Next on my list, I have proving your point slash arguing slash justifying yourself. Mm -hmm. And maybe this also feeds into the drama you were just talking about. But yeah. for me, like, especially as a teenager and like an angsty teenager, and I guess even like young like 20 something trying to like prove myself in the city and like prove myself at work. I would just get so worked up about stuff and be mm -hmm. like, no, like this is my point. This is what I'm trying to say. And like, yeah, even with my friends, my family, it was just like, like I'm proving my point and arguing about stupid shit. And now I'm just like, no, like mm -hmm. if you, I know I'm like in a case where it's like proving my point or whatever, typically, obviously I, think whatever I believe in is accurate. So it's like, I know I'm right. If you don't believe I'm right, or like, if you don't think so, that's up to you. If you believe me, great. If not, great. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't care. Again, it's like, I only have so much energy and I'm not going to waste it on, yeah, people who, I don't know, who, yeah, 
the arguing, yeah, it's just not worth it is what I'm trying to say. And I think justifying yourself is slightly different. I feel like justifying myself is more like, I don't know. I don't even, can't even think of an example of that. But I also, I think it goes back to like knowing myself where it's like, if I'm doing something and someone's like, oh, why are you doing that? Or like, oh, I would have done it differently. It's just like, okay, great. I'm not going to justify myself to you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm the same way. It's like, it's almost like protecting yourself. Like, it's like, I'm not going to get myself yeah. all worked protecting up. Protecting my peace. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And especially like, I feel like we're at a very divided time when it comes to people who are like loudly opposing views. I'm just like, I'm not interested. I'm not your friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to change yeah. your views. I'm just like over it. Yeah, same. The next thing I wrote down is things I'm too old for are sleeping in my makeup, neglecting my skin, and getting sunburned. And I still get sunburned sometimes, but it's accidental. I'm not like out there getting burnt on purpose to be like, this will be a tan in three days or like the base tan. I don't know if people still say that, but it was like, you have to have a really good burn at the beginning of summer and then it's a base tan. Obviously, that's stupid, but... I don't know if that was a thing. (laughs) And it's just like, I don't know, when my skin is bad now, it's like bad. I can see it in pictures Mm -hmm. like, ooh, my skin's dehydrated or ooh, I look tired or, you know, it's not like back in the day where you could be like, okay, I'm putting on mascara on top of yesterday's mascara, which could actually be from two days ago because who cares? And I got sunburned at the beach, but it turned into freckles like, no. We're past that point. Yeah. It's not cute anymore. No. (laughs) Um, You mentioned looking tired. I feel like tiredness shows on my face so much more than it did when I was younger. Because even in college and stuff, you know, where you're like pulling all nighter to study for a test the night before, things like that. I used to be like, I need minimum four hours of sleep. I'm good to go on anything like four hours or more, I'm good to go. Now I need a solid eight hours of sleep. So I'm too old to get less than eight hours of sleep every night. And by that, I think it kind of ties into the whole not going out a million times in a row and things like that, where I'm just like, I love my nighttime routine. I will set myself up for success to get a good eight hours sleep. And mm-hmm. I will be in bed lights out like well before midnight every single night, including weekends, unless I have social plans. Yeah, exactly. I 100% agree. Except my <laughs> number of hours might be closer to 10, but <laughs> I <Yeah>. agree. <laughs> Something <laughs> sort of similar that was on my list is not exercising. I feel like at least mm-hmm. for me when I was younger... I, you know, didn't have to exercise. I was still like thin, healthy, strong. I could jump into an exercise class and keep up and it was fine. Yeah. Whereas now if I take three days off of exercising, my body is like decomposing and it's like you need to continue to move your body and continue to build your strength to take care of your body. I don't want to be... I don't know, a person who like can't dance because their cardio is not good enough or to not be able to go on a hike with their friend. I want to maintain that sort of level that I had when I was a teenager in early 20s. 
And the reality is maintaining that you need to work out more. Yeah. You have to put in effort now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the exact same way as you. Sort of similar, but just on like the whole healthy wavelength. I feel like I'm too old for fast food or frozen or quick food as a meal. And this is where kind of the whole privilege thing comes in because I know, you know, things are cheaper if you buy them like prepared. Like Mm -hmm. I know there's things that go into it. You don't can't just show up at the grocery store and buy like everything organic, whatever. I get it. However, that being said, I feel like when I was younger, it was like I lived off. Do you know those sidekick like um pasta side dishes things yeah I lived off those in college now I'm like no I'm too old for things like that or like I don't know even like I feel like I've never been a big fast food person but even that I'm like no I'm too old for this because I know it's gonna make my skin break out it's gonna make me feel like Mm -hmm. garbage and I know how much better I feel when I eat like a homemade nutritious meal yeah so that's just what I choose to do yeah even if it does take more time yeah love it one thing again this comes from a place of privilege but I cannot live with roommates and this is partially because I technically live with a roommate who's my husband so it's already like that's enough but then if you're mixing other people into it like we reached a point I don't we weren't even 25 but it was like one summer and something snapped within both of us and we were like we cannot live with roommates anymore like we need to have our own schedule not have them you know waking up we need to be able to like have a clean kitchen and have it be clean when you return to it you know it's like little stuff like that when you're younger it's fun like we were excited to have roommates Mm -hmm. and it's cool to be like there's always someone there someone to chat with someone to do activities with but then it's almost as you get more comfortable with yourself you're like okay but I don't want to hang out with these other people I just want to be alone Yeah, I feel that. And I think especially for you, like you said, where you're married and you already have someone else who's Mm -hmm. there, you know, and like, yeah, it's just too much. And of course, you guys want your own space. Like, that makes so much sense. Okay, I have a few more. The next one's actually probably my biggest one, and it's I'm too old for last minute plans. Yes. Like, I'm sorry, guys, but I am booked and busy, okay? Mm -hmm. I live by my agenda. I schedule everything in because there is a shit ton of stuff I have to balance. So if you text me, you're like, hey, are you free for dinner this week? Like, nope, I'm sorry. Let's look (laughs) at next week because my week is already planned out. So I just, I'm too old for last minute plans or like spontaneous things. I feel like every now and then I'll do something spontaneous, but for the most part, no, I'm too old for that. (laughs) Yeah. 100% agree. Yeah. I think the next one really does also come from a place of privilege, but also I'm too old for cheap and crusty travel accommodations. Like I think of when I went to London for just a few days with my college roommate and we stayed in a hostel and I was like, that was such a fun, great experience. We did it so cheap, Mm -hmm. but you will never catch me doing that again. Yeah. (laughs) And maybe like in Europe, if there was like private rooms, you know, but for me, I'm like, no, And even, I don't know, I was just saying to my sister and one of her friends, like, I can't yet afford to, like, stay in, like, boutique hotels and, like, Mm -hmm. really nice places everywhere I go, but my accommodations aren't going to be just, like, the cheap and dirty 
thing I can find. Yeah. Like, yes, I might only be sleeping there, but it needs to be like comfortable. It needs to have a good bed. I need to be able to get my eight hours of sleep. I need a good shower. Like, I don't know. I will splurge on accommodations. I'm too old otherwise. Yep. I completely agree. I'm very pro hotel, which is maybe a hot take because Airbnb is a thing, but I'm like, I love a good hotel and I'm also anti-budget airlines. I'm like, I will pay a little bit more to not be on a budget airline. I will pay a little bit more to not be in an Airbnb because it's worth it to me. Yeah. It'll be a much better experience. Yeah. 100%. And the last thing I wrote, which is 1000% true, is I'm too old for general admission concerts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Tegan and I had our fair share of this in high school. And last year, we actually saw one of our favorite high school bands or favorite bands from when we were in high school and yeah. we had seats and I just remember saying to Tegan like girl I remember 10 years ago it would be us down there like elbows out we are getting to the front <laughs> of this pit yeah <laughs> I'm too old for that like give me a seat I'm not interested in anything else <laughs> that being said I do feel like some of my favorite bands go to like bars and stuff still and like there's not always seats but it's yeah. just like the whole you know I have to be at the front and like that mentality. I'm like, no, I will hang out by the bar Mm -hmm. gladly and just like listen to the music or something. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I think maybe if Green Day came, I'd still have to be general admission for them. But (laughs) everyone else, no, I love a good seat. Even like festivals I go to, I'm like, let's bring a blanket. Let's sit on the lawn. Yeah. Or... Like, I'm even, like, kind of related to, like, going out clubbing. I guess I didn't write down I'm too old for clubbing. But, like, I'm not waiting in line to dance on a crowded floor, whether there's a band or a DJ. That's just not the vibe. No. We're too old for that. I feel like that was our list. We'll post on Instagram asking you guys what you're too old for because... (laughs) I don't know. I feel like when this was a thing on TikTok, some of them just like really cracked me up and others where I was like, I 1000% disagree. Others where yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think of that, but I couldn't agree more. Yeah. So yeah, hit us up on social media. We're at our golden twenties. Tell us what you're tooled for. Tell us how old you are. Mm. I don't know. I feel like this could be a good way for us to get to know you a little bit better. But I think that is it for today's episode. So thank you so much for listening. Like I said, we're at our golden 20s on social media. So you can follow us there in between episodes. Um, We're also on Patreon, which is the best way to show your support for the podcast. Uh, We have a whole bunch of exclusive content on there. We have a book club. We just dropped a bonus episode last week or two weeks ago. So it's a fun time. And like I said, best way to support the podcast What else? We have Spotify playlists, so check that out too, especially if you're looking for something new and fun for summer. We have lots of fun, different vibe playlists, so check it out, and I think that's it. So thanks again for listening. We'll see you next Tuesday.